You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast on Twitter, follow the show at Strict Anonymous, me at cartoon therapy if you want to follow me on instagram i'm on there i'm gonna i promise i'm gonna really work that page i haven't started but i'm gonna it's strictly anonymous underscore podcast you can follow me there um if you want to be on the show this is a call and advice show where i give total strangers my unprofessional advice but what i do mostly is just listen to people talk about their secret lives or naughty lives uh so if you have a secret naughty life that you want to share with my listeners or you have a problem and your friends don't feel like listening to you anymore (laughs) and you want some advice good advice I think I give good advice it's unprofessional but it's good you can be on the show send me an email at strictlyanonymouspodcast.gmail.com or click uh go to my website strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show uh, today I have on, on Wendy, as promised. Wendy is Chris's husband. Chris, I aired his episode last week. You could listen to his uh, episode 303 if you haven't yet. Uh, today we hear from Chris's wife who talks all about how she got into swinging. She was like swinging at 28. And you'll hear how it started, where she, I don't know, where she worked. There was just, just like kind of interesting that she worked in a church as a church secretary. <laughs> and... Uh, I don't know, like you're, and so you'll hear from his wife, Wendy, and she's going to talk all about like when she got into swinging, she got into it really early on. Um, uh, she talks about when she got into it, how, you know, what she did with her first husband before she met Chris. Uh, she got into some, a lot of details about, uh, the hot scenarios her and her, her husband, Chris have been in, which include like gang bangs and her having multiple partners. Uh, and we do get into, um, what happened or like when her husband came out to her, which was recently and what they did this weekend with a couple, which has to do with popping some cherries. <laughs> That's what he said in his email. I didn't know what happened, but we talk about it because, and I think he alluded to it on the last podcast, like something's going to go down this weekend. So we talk about the hot SEX uh, they had with another couple this weekend and then all these other hot stories that Wendy talks about. And she's interesting because here's a woman that's like, been really open and really sexual and into really pleasing her man in whatever way he wants because she likes it not because he wants it I mean she there's that aspect to it but it's because she likes it too she's having a good time and it's always uh nice to hear from a woman who's that open and has you know and and is letting herself be that open and honest about it so anyway I'm gonna be right back on with Wendy Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. 
Um, hey, Wendy. Welcome to the Strictly Hi. Anonymous podcast. How are you? I'm good, thanks. I feel like I know a lot about you because your husband <laughs> was on the show last week, right? Um, yes. Did you listen to his episode? Because I know that when you emailed me at first, you were like, oh, I won't listen to it. It's going to be hard not to. But I was like, no, listen to it. So you know sort of what he brought up and, you know, what you can bring up, you know? Yep. Yep. I listened to it on Monday. Okay, cool. So you know all the backstory he gave about him. I know, like, the reason why I wanted you guys separate is because he had that whole bisexual thing going on with him, right? Mm -hmm. um, and when I said I was going to do you separate, you're like, oh, I have a backstory. I, this is what you said to me, and I, you could, uh, you know, expand upon it. Uh, you worked in a church. You were a church I secretary. Did. I was the church secretary for many years. Yeah, and shit went down in that church. Yes, it did. What was going on in that church? There were, of course, not everybody knew. Yeah. But there were swingers within the church. And how and the did you reason, find them, it being the secretary? Because I was also a swinger. Oh, so and you I guys met on, in the club? Uh, no, um, actually on Swappernet. I saw them on there. They actually posted their face pictures. Oh, my God. But your face wasn't on there, but you knew them from oh, church. So you saw right. them on this Swingers Network. Is that place still a bit, oh, like online? Swap no. Network? Okay. No. Swapper. No. It's no longer. It was it was a good one, but no longer on. And then did you say, like, did you wink at them one day and like, I saw you? Oh. Like, what? How did the exchange go down? Well, I did not. One of them, I did not. One couple I did not talk to. There was a single man that happened to be my best friend's husband that no was on way. there with his face picture. Yes. So did you tell your best friend? No, I couldn't because you never know what another couple's personal sexual life is. Well, did you worry that she didn't know? Is that why you didn't tell her? Well, yeah, I was kind of worried that she didn't know, but yeah. I did confront him. Uh-huh. But then I outed myself as well. But, you know. And what did he say? Was he on there on the down low and was like, oh, thanks so much for not telling my wife? Yes. He, he said, he said, oh, my gosh, you're not going to tell her, are you? And I said, no, because I don't know what your personal business is at your home. However, I suggest you take your face picture off. <laughs> yeah, that's a little good advice, right? I can't I can't tell you how many times people tell me stupid shit that they do about their secret lives, like where they're hiding stuff or, you know, you're they're posting their pictures it's like how like dumb are you? Right, right, right. Especially if you're in the church and like he was actually doing things within the church, you know, up singing every Sunday morning doing things. So yeah. Right. Right. And you you found him. So that means somebody else is going to. I mean, and you were the church secretary. Imagine you. Well, I mean, the only way you found him was because you were a swinger, too, and you were on there. But like, you know, it's so risky, I think. And did you it, wind it up is. hooking up with him? Oh, oh no, no. He okay. wanted to, but he was definitely not my type. Oh, he wasn't? Okay. Not no. good looking or I don't know. What is no. your type? Uh, I like tall, um, manly men. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Your husband said they have to be taller than you. And he's like really right. tall. Right. So all the guys you hook up with with him. Now, what was your so like, how old are you when you're this church secretary? Or how old were you when you started swinging? And and like, was I didn't it then? Start, yeah, I, I'm 48 now. Didn't yeah. start until I was 28. Okay. But that's, when that's I was pretty young. I don't, pardon me. That's pretty young. Yeah. But I had only had two men up until then ever. 
Yeah, but still, what people don't know, some of the younger people that are listening, I know because I'm around your age, right? That uh-huh. twenty at twenty eight, like you were pretty ballsy and ahead of your time to be doing that kind of stuff because the climate was not very accepting, right? Like, I mean, it was a very different world back then, way more conservative than it is now, you know? Right, very underground. Yeah, so like what led you into that at even 28, considering you were had just been with a couple guys? Well, one of the guys that I was with was my trial spouse. Okay, the and, first husband? Yes, okay. the first husband. Yeah. And, and he got got into like Yahoo chat groups and things. And then he started asking me, you know, would I be willing to try something like it? And said, sure, why not? Mm -hmm. We didn't have the greatest relationship. So that's how it started. And so did you invite other couples in? Like, were you hooking up with the guys? Is, Is this, was it the same type of situation of what you, what you have with your husband now where you were like with the other partner or was your husband with the other partner? Like was, um, originally it was couples. So full swaps, full swaps, same rooms. Um, and then, you know, after that, that gets kind of monotonous. Mm-hmm. You want so something then new. I would go out. <laughs> yeah. Huh? You want something new, right? Go on. Then you yeah. would go out. Then I would go out or have someone over while he was at work. Mm-hmm. And then eventually um, when we were at the swing clubs, he would go on his own in other rooms. And be with other women. It's funny because, you know, your right. husband said he was very concerned at first whether you were really going to be okay with him being with other women. But he knew that you had let your former husband do it? Yes. Okay. But he was still a yep. little worried. Because I was like, I don't think we touched upon that. Because I was like, you know, I totally understand why some partners would be a little nervous about like how the person will actually react when it happens. But you had done it before with your first husband. So you guys like are hooking up with different people. And now is this when you're the church secretary when you're 28? Yes. So funny. And so you meet, so did you hook up with any of the people in your church, the other swingers? Oh, no, no. Okay, none of them. I think that would be, it was from a small town and I think that would just be way too close to home. Right. Now the other couple, so one couple was, one couple was your friend's husband, right? Oh, well, well, it it was just your friend's husband. Now the other couple, what was the deal with them again? Um, I just, I stayed clear of that because I didn't want them to know that I knew. Right. So you both, you both kept it on the down low. So, right. right. And and also it's awful, but as the church secretary, you know, things within the congregation that you wish you didn't know. Like what? Like like people who are cheating on each other and it, you know, um, how do I want to say this? Church people are normal people. Exactly. Please. Yeah. Right. The regular. I mean, that's what my whole show sort of is based upon. Not just church people, just people in general. You know, you don't know who you're sitting next to and what they're doing and, and within your own family. Like you could just, who knows what you're relatives are doing behind closed doors, right? Exactly. Because that's their own business. Exactly. Nobody talks about it. And that's fine, right? But um, Right. And I just think it's funny in a church because there's just this whole sort of guise of everyone being like a certain way or like really prim and proper, right? And then you got like at least two couples that you outed within, you know, in their yeah. uh, swinging. And then you have all these other people cheating, right? Because the gossip right. is going on about them. So now how long were you with that husband? And then that just went south. Did you like the swinging? Like, did that help your marriage at least stay? To, like, did uh, that help you stay together for longer? Um, I think it helped for a little while. Yeah. 
but I guess we were too far gone by the time we started that. It was, you know. Now, I think your husband had mentioned that you were in a bad relationship before. Is this the, this was your first husband and then you married? Correct. Then I married Chris. Chris, is that his name? Is that the name we called him? That is fake name. Current husband is Chris. Yes, I'm just making sure we're using the right (laughs) fake names. Um, Yeah. So then you met Chris. So you you're with that guy for a couple of years. Then you hook up with Chris. Now you guys both went into it right, knowing that because he found you on a swingers website, right? So you went. You were still swinging after. Yes. I wasn't looking for anything, so but I wanted to have fun still. Mm Hmm. And you would go there and just like hook up with random guys like that was your thing? I mean, I... Yeah, I, I kind of vet them out a little, you know. I just wouldn't go someplace and... No, I mean, it, I would know, assume you... that that's how it goes down at Swingers Club. Like you go in, like everyone's like sort of partying, right? And and then people disappear into different rooms, right? Like you would right. vet them out while you're talking to them or you would go a couple times, get to know people and then hook up with them? Um. Either or, depending on the person. Right. I mean, you know right away if you're going to click with someone or not. Right. And now I know your husband said you recently started like fooling around with girls, right? But you had, so you right. had never done that in all of this time beforehand, right? Because you've been swinging for a while. Right. I had done just slight things like I had went down on a woman before, but. Uh, well, that's not I really slight. Tell- I don't think that, that would well, be considered slight. <laughs> yeah. I mean? Well, well, it was with the, within the, the realm of the couples. Yeah. You know, all messing around. And I went down and I wasn't down very long because all I could imagine was a McDonald's fish sandwich. It was bad. It was just. Oh, my God. She smelled bad. It shouldn't have any smell. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I know. Do you but know what it mean? was like, OK, enough's enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty gross. Now, besides like, did you have other did you have women go down on you? Um, a couple times I did. Right. And, and it, it's OK. But I did, I'm fine with being with another woman as long as it's within the realm of the couples. Right. As long as the guys there. It's not like something that you're really bisexual and like really love women. Right. 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 Women are beautiful. They are. But uh-huh. when it comes to turning me on, I need a dick. Right. And you like them big or is that your husband? <laughs> uh, both of you. I think both. Yeah. Both. Oh, yeah. Definitely small ones are out. No. And yeah. black guys. I mean, I know your husband ha- likes to see that and likes to see you with black guys. Is that something that you always liked as well? Um, uh, uh, color doesn't matter to me. Right. Okay. He doesn't matter more of if we click and and you're a sexual person. There are people out there having sex that have no business doing sex because they are not sexual. Right. You know. <laughs> but you don't meet those people at a swingers club, do you? Uh, some yes but what do you mean by not sexual uh they just lay there or they just you know the missionary thing i mean that even happens in swinger clubs right so they're like not good at sex maybe is it because i would think not sexual means that they're just like they don't have any imagination that you know but i feel like if you're you know walking into a swingers club and you're opening yourself up to that world you got to be sexual on on some level but you know maybe they're just bad lays Right, right. But I think some people go there, too, with only one of the couples that are really sexual. What do you mean? Oh, and the you other mean, one's oh, just trying to. You're the right. The other one's just, tr- just along for the. Because they the have to. Right. Because maybe their partner really wants to. So whether that's a woman or a man, right? Someone right. Has, but you guys, that's where you guys are so super lucky, right? Because you both came from bad marriages where you both 
you did much more so than your husband, right? Because he said he kind of started to dabble with his ex-wife, right? But it right. wasn't really working out with her at all. So they broke right. up. And But you had totally dabbled with your husband, right? That didn't work out Correct. with him. But you were into... And then you guys met as swingers. So you, you both show up at the swing club as two sexual people. No one's going to complain about you guys as a couple. No. Nope. Nobody's we have been actually dragged along. We have actually never... Pardon me? No, keep going. I said, we have actually never went to a swing club. We've talked about going. You and him? Yeah, me and Chris. Yeah, right. we have never been. You just hook up on the side with couples, right? Right. So now you guys meet, right, on the swingers club. You had, ne- And I know that he said you guys kept it like pretty monogamous with each other for a couple of years before you opened it back up, which is surprising to me considering... You were even like more professional than he was, kind of, right? You had more experience. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number. Thousands of people try to call. I talk to one of them. They stay anonymous. I can't hang up. That's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's going to happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous right but i think when we when we met each other the yeah. first the very first initial meeting it was it was good i mean we didn't even have sex the first meeting uh-huh second meeting we did but we could sit and talk and talk and talk and not have anything to do with sex Right. And, and that's pretty clicked. great because you guys were both sort of on those on that website just really looking for hookups, right? It wasn't like you right. were so that's pretty like amazing because you weren't looking for that kind of a connection, right? But you actually had right. it. Right. It one in a million chances. Yeah, and but I, I, I think there's always some someone for everyone, right? And but that's the kind oh, yeah. of partner you really want to have, right? That's someone that you right. just like enjoy their company so much, right? That you could, like you say, want to talk to them. The cherry on the top is that like you guys also have this like amazing sex, and you're so like minded, which I think is hard is is most people's problems, right? Right, it is. And you don't have that. I mean, as a woman, I think when you're super open sexually and you were, like I said, for you at 28, because I was around your age at 28, you know what I mean? Like at this, like mm-hmm. I, nobody was doing that. I mean, there were people doing it, but it was so undercover, you know, and right. underground, like you said. And if I had a friend that came and told me that, I'd be like, wow, I would be super impressed that he had the balls to do it, you know? back mm-hmm. then and especially as a woman I do think it's just a little bit not harder but like there's so much more stigma attached to it right that and so many more right. women so many more women are like more repressed with their sexuality for you to be so in touch with it and open with it and have the courage to sort of be yourself at that young age I think is pretty awesome right and it could make your lot like it could make it hard for you to find a guy that could sort of accept both. I had a girl on recently who was like, oh, it's so hard to find somebody who accepts me as like, you know, the girlfriend as well as, you know, the sex object, right? She has this sort right. of split life. You you have both. You guys, you have both and your husband loves you for both, right? Right. I mean, right. so much so that he was afraid to be with another woman to, you know, because he didn't want to have anything affect he didn't want to rock the boat yeah Yeah, which is really cool so you guys were just happy with each other sexually in the beginning 
Is that what it right. was? For, we, were, we were together. We got married, probably married four years before we started talking about, you know, opening it up. I'm surprised, though. Did you talk about not opening up? Because I, I would think that walking into a relationship very early on as two people that, you know, obviously had done open relationships before, there would be some sort of conversation, maybe even like, let's not do that as opposed to let's do it or right. Because you both know right. you're into it, right? Right. Well, I think early on it was, we talked about, okay, we're not going to do this anymore. Right. And, and, you know, you get into the groove of family and everything and, and life goes on. And then all of a sudden you think, you know, Hey, maybe we should try that. You know, what do you think? Right. And so you decided, though, in the beginning that you weren't going to. And both of you were on board with that. And why was that? Because, listen, I think that that's the best thing to do. I've talked to so many people and so many couples that have that have been swingers or have open relationships, some who have done it wrong and it's gone horribly wrong. A lot who who do it right and it's super successful. And I think that you do want to get some, you know, years to build a solid foundation, you know, within your own relationship before you open it up. And especially because I think like people like you, you would have been maybe able to be successful doing it even earlier and you did it, which is interesting. But I think that that goes to show that like other people who have no experience, right? Like it is good to wait, right? Right. It is. And, And like you said, it's building the foundation, you know, Chris and I above anybody else, you know, and even now when we talk about doing things, you know, we feel each other out. Right. You know, what do you, what do you think? You know, pros, cons, whatever. Yeah. You talk it through and then you do it. And then do you talk about it? I, this is what I find that people say. And then you talk about it afterwards in case that like, you have to feel comfortable. I think that you could bring up you, maybe you had a problem with something or be with a partner who would be open to you sort of being honest about how you felt about it, whether good or bad. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like there are times uh, I know Chris kind of touched on it. Like he'll set things up for me. Yeah. You know, and and I won't have a say in it. And there have been a couple really bad uh, interactions, I'll say. No way. I want to hear about some of those. Because we know about the one where he blindfolded you and the guy come fuck you. And then you guys wind up bumping into him in the courthouse, which was hilarious. It was it it was funny, though, because when we got out of the courthouse and he goes, do you know who that was? And, And there the courthouse was packed. Yeah. You know, I didn't know who exactly he was talking about. Well, yeah. he's. He tells me, you know, so and so is up there. He's the one that did you blind when you were blindfolded. And so I'm racking my brain thinking, okay, could it be this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy? But it was hot, you know. Here's some fella and Chris, you know, exchanging glances, and I'm clueless. Yeah, but it, but, but you then, fucked him. Yeah. And then last year, um, just so happened, Chris got in touch with him and said, you know, just, catching up on life, seeing how he is and found out that he had been married, divorced, had a kid and lived five minutes from us. So one, one night Chris comes home from work and he says, go get ready. You're going out tonight. And uh, I said, well, with who? And he goes, just trust me. So he gives me the address and I'm like, where I'm supposed to go. And I'm like, that's just down the road. And he goes, yeah, you'll be surprised. So I'd actually never, you know, full set on eyes on this fella until that night. And then did you know, did he explain who it was? Because your husband was like keeping it on the down low, right? He wanted it all to be his right. right. Did the guy, when you showed up, did you remember him from the courthouse? Or did he explain that he was the guy that when you were blindfolded? 
Well, as I'm on my way to his house, yeah. Chris calls me and says, this is the fella from the courthouse. Oh, there you go. And were you pleasantly surprised when he opened the door? Oh, yeah. He yeah. was hot. Yeah. And I yep. know Chris said he wanted, like, that was a time in your marriage where you were, like, just thinking maybe, like, you would have boyfriends, right? Like, he was going right. to maybe be your boyfriend, but didn't really right. work and out. It, it, we tried, and it's really hard because I know Chris said that we have kids in the house, out of the house, all grown up. Yeah. But it's hard when you have a family because you have to remove yourself from that. And you also have to open yourself up to having feelings for another man. Yeah. And did you, you it, didn't feel like you could do that? And I, I tried. Yeah. But I just couldn't get there. Right. And do you think, let me ask you this, do you think it was the guy or do you think it's that you just don't need that in your life or like not interested in anything more than what you have? Well, this fellow is super nice. I mean, it, it just a, a good guy. Yeah. But he was never that fully interested in my life. Uh-huh. You know, he never, like, we get together and talk about his child or his life, what happened to, with him during the day, and it ended up him never asking about my, about me or about Chris or, and it just wasn't, wasn't working for me. And then I also had the problem with Chris is my man. Well, listen, you're you lucky know? because I was just about like when you're sitting there describing that guy, I'm like, yeah, what he was was a regular guy. You happen to yeah. find one of those really good guys. They're this, it's a smaller percentage, right? Like, I mean, they're not common. They're not, they're out there, right? I know guys like your husband, but it's not the majority, right? The majority right. of guys are like that guy who you knocked on the door, right? But when right. you have a guy like yours, right, it's going to take like another guy like that to really right. get you going and have, you know, because you're used to that. You're used to someone paying attention to you. You're used to that kind of relationship and you don't find that much with no, regular guys, right? So they're not going to get you horny because you're used to right. having all that attention and, and, and being asked the questions, right? So it's just like, right. unless you're into being degraded, <laughs> you're like... Yeah. I, you know, there's a time and place yeah, for that. But <laughs> yeah, exactly. But for the relationship part, I totally, I totally understand it. So, so it would have to be, you'd have to meet a guy... You know, more like the breed. I To me, it's like a breed of dog, right? It's like a breed of right. guy, you know, and your husband is a certain type. I know he's that a certain type. Pedigree. Yeah, yeah, he's a, yeah. And you would have to, I think, find that same pedigree if you wanted to have the quote unquote boyfriend on the side. Correct. You know, do you need it? I don't know. I don't need it. Right. I don't need it. Yeah. When you is have it? that pedigree, you don't really need more as a woman, Right. Right. And especially I mean, as you get older and you guys have eight kids. I can't right. even, I have one. I can't, I can't imagine two, yeah. let alone eight. But yeah, anyway, crazy. let's get back to your bad stories. Your couple of bad stories. What did you say okay. that there's been a couple of times he said something up and it went, it's not, it wasn't so great. Right. Um, Chris had found a fella and, and he was black mm -hmm. and, and there are some times when I've asked Chris, let's go meet them first, you know, maybe for five minutes. Let's just go meet him in a parking lot. Yeah. Just so, you know, a day before. Just for the safety factor. Mm -hmm. And so we went, both of, both of us went, we met him and he seemed genuinely nice and open. And so we went ahead with, okay, let's get a hotel room for the following day. Mm -hmm. The following day, I meet him at the hotel and he comes out of the hotel from getting the room and he says, hey, I'm 20 bucks short. 
Oh my god! I was just about oh to ask. God. By the way, who pays for these hotel rooms? Do you split it? Do you what is you what is the protocol? Like, how does it work? Well, like mo- most of the time, the man will pay for it. Yeah. Or you know, if it's the couples, we split. Or you know, if you know you're going to meet more than once, you you pick up this time. They'll pick up next time. Okay, so he was supposed well, to pay, and he's twenty bucks short. Yeah, so <laughs> I give him twenty bucks. I'm oh, thinking, yeah, okay, you know, you know, yeah, I, maybe maybe he just. You know, whatever reason. Yeah. Okay. And so we get to the room and he's like, I'd like to give you a massage first. So I undressed, got down, got on the bed and he started giving me a massage. Five minutes into it, I hear a knock on the door and I hear a lady as if she's in the room standing and she goes, um, excuse me, this is housekeeping. Your door is open and there's a fella has been standing out here listening into everything. <laughs> is that your husband's? I I freaked out. I'm like, you know, because you don't know. Okay, is this oh right, because your playing? husband's not there, right? Your no, husband's... he's at work. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah. So I'm freaking out, thinking, okay, there's somebody he's going to invite in, you know, without my knowledge. Yeah. Which is which is a no go. Yeah. So he he hops. I mean, he was still dressed, so he goes to the door and tells her, "Oh, really? You know, who was this?" And he closes the door while he's doing that. I'm getting dressed because I'm already like no way yeah yeah that's smart yeah totally i'm out so he gets in front of me when i try to leave the room and says what are you doing i said i'm leaving i'm not comfortable this is why would you not close your hotel door yeah you know he was the one behind me i you know you just instinctively think somebody's going to close the door yeah you're like this is a fucking setup for sure yeah yeah so i i get past him you know i push him out of the way i get past him and i start to go down the stairs of the hotel room and this jerk junk jumps in front of me, puts his arms on the, the hallway and says, please don't go. Please don't go. Come on. Everything's fine. Just go back to the room. And I said, get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. And I pushed him again and he got out. Then he did it one more time. Yeah, that's come on. Get up. back yeah. to the room. Get to the room. I said, that's enough. I carry a gun. Get the hell out of my way. And did you actually have a gun with you, by the way? Yes. Okay. I always do. Okay. I concealed carry. I have a license. I'm cool. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's smart. But, I mean, know, listen, I reached... going to meet guys like that, you know. You, you never know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because look at this. Like you said, he seemed like he was a nice guy. Like I get like in that kind of situation, right? When the guy's like keeps trapping you in the staircase, you're like, you know, it's a 50-50 chance. Either he's going to turn into a psychopath and bring you back and like do something really bad. Or he's just like freaking out because like this is a guy that was about to get to fuck a woman a guy's husband you know it's like a fantasy yeah. come true and he's losing it <laughs> so he could yeah, be it, like it's out of desperation right it's like right. either one of the two is going on and i i wasn't gonna flip a coin you know no, you like, can't get you out can't. of my way yeah you can't in that kind of it, situation and you know i left never never talked to him again Right. Oh my God. That is bad. That's a little scary. What was it the is, other? Was is, there another one that you said happened? Oh, there was another one where um, Chris had set up, not necessarily a gangbang, but he had guys coming to a hotel room while he was there yeah. with me, one right after the other. Uh huh. And at the time, I was blindfolded, and one would come in, and you know, because he had vetted these people out, you know. Unfortunately, one slipped through and, oh, my God, he stunk so bad. Oh, my God. And I'm like, yeah, no, can't do it. Not doing it. Like, because you don't have, you you can't even see, but you could smell him? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. And, and, and 
I, you know, I trust Chris with everything. Yeah. But that one was just, I couldn't do it. How many guys, by the way, like in a situation like that, right? And I want to get into like the details about your gangbangs and stuff, because like I have to say, like my listeners love to hear from women, especially women like you who are super open and, you know, into things sexually, you know, and and willing to talk about it, right? So they like kind of like the details. I feel like a lot of times I cock block it (laughs) because I'm like (laughs) talking about all these other things. But like in a situation like that where you have it set up where so many guys are coming in, like how many guys did you fuck that that night? Do you remember? There was just, there there was including Chris, there was five. There was just, was just, I can't believe you used the word just. Well, <laughs> I mean, I mean well, you know, some women out there have done <laughs> way more, but they, they weren't all at once. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like one would arrive. Yeah. Then a little bit later, another one would. Yeah. But we have done the gangbangs twice with some fellas. They were black guys. Yeah. And, and they were the same guys each time. And how many of those? How many? Was there were, there was five. So five black guys and you. You're like yeah. Christine. That's like one of my most popular episodes. Christine, I think I talked about it with your husband too. <laughs> I got in trouble because I used the word. There's somebody on my on my reviews that wrote like, I'm done listening because she used the word black in the title. But it was like, <laughs> a, it was specific. Like that's a, what she wanted. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it's yeah. like, just like you're saying it, you're not, you're saying it because it's like, it was a specific it's, it's- thing that you wanted at that time, right? Right. And it's, it's, and, and let's be honest, it's ta- it's considered taboo, whether you're white or black right, or Asian or whatever, you know? Right. So you had five black guys. Right. And how do you vet them? Does he, you say that he sort of sets everything up. Do you look at them? Is it always like they have to be super tall, not small? Well, we had, we had, um, friended two of the fellas a long, a while ago, long time ago yeah and it had been with them multiple times and um we pretty much trusted them mm-hmm. and they brought and they the brought other ones along in. right right and now do you like when you're doing like the gangbang i want to like sort of analyze these two scenarios let's start with the gangbang with the five black guys first of all let's give but let's also paint the picture of you by the way i i used okay. to always ask my callers like what would they rate themselves on a one to 10? And I think when you're listening, when people are listening to a woman, they kind of want to get a visual of you. So like, what are you on a one to 10? Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings crazy funny ones i talked to a guy with a goose laugh somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends i never know what's gonna happen it's a great show subscribe today beautiful anonymous what would you give yourself i should have asked your husband he would have given you a 10.5 he would probably yeah he would probably rate me higher because i have you know yeah i don't I, i i'm a solid eight and a half solid eight and a half is good yeah, I think seven is average. So eight and a half is hot, right? And like, what yeah, are your stats? I, uh, Do you have big tits, like a great ass? I like... have, I have thirty four double D's, and they're real or fake? Yes, real. real. Nope, everything about me is real. Real huge tits. Real. Yeah, these guys yep. must be so happy when you show up. 
Yep. And I go to the gym five times a week. I'm So you look really good. Five times a week? I don't even go to the gym yep. five times a week. That's really fucking good. Yeah. And we got to talk later about how you still get like horny because you're like you should be heading into perimenopause. Oh, he said you're I more know. horny. I started that. I started that Perry stuff, I tell you. Yeah, whatever. The hot flashes and crap. Yeah, let's not ruin it. Let's not ruin (laughs) these hot stories with that talk. So wait, so so here you are, like you're totally fit. You have huge tits, right? And they're Mm -hmm. natural. Um, You got five guys coming in and out. Like how many hours does it, does one of these, does the gangbangs last for? Oh, probably two to three hours. Right. And you're just getting fucked. Do you take breaks? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely need breaks. Right. And they're all using condoms? Um, Some did, some didn't. Now, how do you vet the people that don't? And why do some don't? Well, that was just, I want to say, um, not very smart of myself. Right. You know, after I had done that a few times, I, I waited a while, then I went and got all the testing done, you know. And you were fine. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's funny. Listen, I mean, I have to say it's like good that you're being honest about that. Right. And I just think Mm -hmm. and I talk about this a lot on my podcast. I'm trying to get advertisers for my show and I'm like, I should just have a condom company because I could pitch them like nobody's business because so many people don't use condoms like and it's crazy. And I get it because there is a big difference. But I think if you find the right condom to me, lifestyle, the gray thing there's like they're so good but there it's so many people don't I think the majority of people don't and in the heat of the moment I always say like when you're fucking horny it's like you're drunk right you don't have right your rational thought process it's not the same you're in a different state of being right so people make yeah you want it <laughs> yeah people make dumb choices all the time and most people don't use fucking condoms it's just the way that it goes you know Um, so I, I get that. So that time you didn't, and there were like five guys and do they all do you at once? Are you, have you ever done double penetration? I've tried that. Uh huh. And, and, you know, as a woman, you have to be prepared. I know Chris said, Chris makes fun of me all the time because I say, Hey, I got to be prepared for anal, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You have to. Yes. It's a totally (laughs) different, and you have to be really turned. I always liked anal. I think he explained you you being into anal and I was like yeah I totally get that because he was like oh you know she only wants it sometimes but when she does she loves it it was like that yeah. was that was just like the way I always was with anal I really liked it but it wasn't something that I wanted to do every day it's not an everyday thing and right, you, you have, have to, to be, be really turned on right really turned on really relaxed yeah and basically not give a crap yeah technically yeah exactly (laughs) but so that right so double penetration you're doing anal too you tried it a couple times did you like it or it just wasn't your thing um it was just it was just hard with the size of the the guy yeah right Mm -hmm. so now when you're doing that gangbang are you like blowing one guy another guy fucking you like are you just in all kinds of different positions like what goes down all sorts of all sorts of positions uh, hands everywhere it's funny because one at one of them this guy was holding another guy's hand and didn't even realize it because he was like, he was really into it. And, he was, <laughs> and one fella goes, dude, you got my hand, not hers. Oh my God, hilarious. So there, yeah. so you have tons of guys on you and is that the turn on? Is that what you like to be sort of taken by all these guys? I like that. But the also the other turn on is having Chris watch. Right, because your guy yeah, is I there am, watching. Right, I am a huge pleaser. And if I know I am pleasing Chris, you know, it's it's a turn on. Right. It's a turn on for you. And sometimes he videotapes it, too. Are you is he videotaping yes. all these things? And then do you watch it later? 
I don't. He'll show me little snippets. I'm not. I don't. You know, I don't need to watch it. <laughs> it's not a turn on. It, some of it is. I would think it would be because, but I'm a very visual person, so stuff like that would turn me on. Like if you could watch it back, like so, I would totally get that. But I think some people are are that way, or some people, you know, everyone's turned on different ways, right? Some people are turned on right. really by what they hear. Some people are very turned on by what they see, right? It's all different kinds of people, right? Right. Well, I know this this past weekend we were with a couple. And oh, yeah. I remember he told me that you were doing something this weekend. And we videotaped some of it, took pictures. And I tell you what, when we rewatched it, I mean, I watched it. That was hot. Oh, right. What? So but, what went down this weekend? Oh, well, I have never seen Chris be fully bisexual. You have to. I thought weekend. that he. Okay, because I well, was going to get into that about how when he brought it up. Because listen, it was so weird to hear that. Like, because here you are a couple able to talk about anything from the get go, super open with each other, right? But yet he kept his bisexuality sort of under wraps because I think he said you had kind of made a comment at some point, right? That right made him feel like oh you wouldn't accept it right so he just kept right. that at bay and then eventually admitted it to you and you and i'm just saying this in case people didn't listen to his episode yet you the backstory is that you got really turned on by it when he started to play with other guys and didn't realize that about yourself right it was right. something that I you didn't. actually liked i yeah i did it's been less than a year that he's come out to me but early on in our relationship um there were comments made and I thought, you know, that's just not, that's gross. That's gross. Because, you know, in my mind, bisexual or, or even gay guys, you know, they are the preppy high pitched, you know, oh, I don't right. more feminine, a feminine yeah. right, kind of, yeah. Uh-huh. I don't want to see two of those going, going at it. You no, know, you like guys, you like manly men. Yeah. So it would be yeah, the opposite. And, right. Mm-hmm. Right. And when um, Chris is every bit of the manly man. Yeah. And so, you know, I don't, I wasn't even, it, I can't say I wasn't expecting it when he came out to me because there had been maybe little signs along the way, mm-hmm. you know, him wanting me to videotape if I go out with someone and come back to him, you know, he wants to see the videotape. He wants the or when he videos, it's up close and personal. You know, you see the, the cock going inside you and all exactly. that stuff. Right. You see, I, I, that's what I, I would ask people. Cause I, you know, doing my podcast, I heard from more and more couples or people out there that talked about, you know, liking seeing their partners with somebody else, whether it was women or men. And I always wondered if like, you know, across the board, that would mean that you're bisexual at some level, right? Because you do Uh, want to see that other person, right? So like you, you even thought that him liking to see that meant maybe he was bi or liked cock, right? Because does he want the close up? Right. Or when I would come home and like with the, the, quote unquote boyfriend. Yeah. He did not use a condom with me. Yeah. And I would come home and, and I would still have him in me and Chris would go down on me. Well, oh, so he liked to take that just what is that called? The cream pie? <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, so you know there are little subtle hints along the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when he came out I wasn't floored. Right. But I was more um okay, well this is you know, it kind of rearranges your thinking on it. Mm-hmm. You know, where I'm thinking there's these feminine men that are bisexual and gay. And but like I said, Chris is a man and and he's bi. So maybe this yeah. could be something that you could be into because it's not you're going to be maybe with two manly men that right. are like and, into and it. So I, it, it got intriguing. And, you know, I said, well, if you feel you want to go out, do it, you know. So he does and he videotapes it. And I found it erotic. 
You did the first time. I did. That's so interesting, right? Because it must have been interesting to you, right? Because you didn't even it, realize that that you would feel that way. Right. And it was just, uh, I guess there's an underlying feeling too. Chris was being open with me. Right. Completely honest. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a turn on. Let me ask you this though. But, was there any part of you that was like, why the, f- like, like was weirded out that he had this secret that he never told you? No, I, I wasn't weirded out. Chris had a, um, a hairy upbringing. Let's just say that. Right. So you and, understood and, you know, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that he's, he never had the opportunity to be open. Yeah. And be himself. Uh huh. And then I, he came out to me about what happened to him when he was younger. Yeah. Which we talked about. If someone wants to hear yeah. about that, they could listen to his episode. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then he came out with this and uh, it's just, like I said, it's an underlying, he's, he's being himself. Yeah. No, like you, I understood. you earlier, I like to, I like to please him mm-hmm. and now I'm allowing him to be himself. Right. So you really saw, I mean, listen, you guys have that kind of relationship where you're like best friends, right? That's like your friend. Oh, so yeah. you could really understand why. He, and listen, your husband said like he was always monogamous with you, right? And he's never done anything right. behind your back. And I think, you know, when you've been with someone for a couple of years, I mean, you could trust him, right? So you knew he wasn't doing anything behind your back. Right. Right. It wasn't like that. I think that that I think that in some other like in other couples where if the husband were to come out, I think one of the like because I know for me, like say I was with a guy and like out of nowhere, he was like, oh, I'm by, you know, I'd be like, okay, so if that's the case, like, were you with the past 10 years guy, you know, and that would be maybe something someone would think about and be nervous about. Right. But you were so close with your husband and you guys are so so open. You kind of had that security of knowing that he's just telling you something new about himself that he had to keep under wraps. Right. And, and we, we knew all along, we were both very sexual people. Yeah. So him coming out was not, I want to say it wasn't that big of a deal. Right. That's good. So now, so you, he didn't tell you like, he only told you like a couple, like not even a year ago. So he's dabbled with guys in front of you, but never full on like this weekend. Is that what you were saying? Well, he, he had done a few and like he would go away to work and, be gone for days at a time and he would meet up with people uh-huh. and he said he'd send me video back and then I told him once you know I'd really like to be there I'd really like to watch it yeah experience it firsthand and so he had gotten a fellow that he had been with and he hadn't seen him in a long time because this was he had been with him before me mm-hmm. oh like before and you we, guys were even together right oh okay interesting and we went and the guy just, he, I don't know if it was nerves because there's a woman watching, but the guy just couldn't get, get it up. So this wasn't, this wasn't this weekend. This was another time in the beginning. No, this okay. was another time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he couldn't. Well, since then I've been saying, you know, I mean, the fellow was great. Nice. You know, yeah, it happens to fellas. It's not a big deal. But, um, I, you know, I told him, I said, I really want to see it. Well, we found this couple and we, this is our second meeting with them. And we went out this weekend, mm-hmm. um, and I got to see it. And so and the couple was totally by, right? I think he brought it up that he had met this couple, but you guys hadn't. Your first meeting, you didn't hook up with them? Yeah, first meeting we hooked up, but it was um, just like an all play type thing, but no male on male. So what happens in an all play type thing where you just do a swap like you got you both fuck each other's husbands? Like what goes down in that first meeting? 
Well, in, in the first meeting, um, I went down. She she was kind of like the I want to say a dominant person the first meeting, and she told me what to do with her husband. Mm-hmm. And so I went, I blew him, and then. Chris and her started playing around and then she came over and was with me and her husband. And then Chris came over and he was with me. He was with her. I mean, it was just like a free for all on everything except except for them. Now was that guy like, was that guy ever been with another guy? No, right. He had never. Yeah. He mentioned something about popping some cherries. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So yep. I was like, oh, and, I think maybe that guy, this was the guy's first time, right? Right. And and I think it was it was good that it didn't happen the first time because everybody got comfortable with one another. Yeah. And there was a lot of talk back and forth from that meeting to this this past weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, both of us females wanted to see it. Right. And now because you know, she had never seen her husband, right? Because he had never done it before, but he was curious, no. like by curious. Right. Okay. And he had never yeah. been with a guy? Never been with a guy. Mm-hmm. And so this meeting kind of started the same way. I blew her husband and her and Chris started messing around. And then her and I kind of looked at each other and said, well, it's your fellow's turn. So um, Chris laid on his stomach and I lubed Chris up and then I lubed the other fella up. Mm-hmm. And then I guided him in slowly, of course, because this guy, is, he's a, a thick fella. And they they started going at it. And then I lubed my finger up and I stuck my finger in his ass. Oh, so you got, so Chris is a bottom, right? We discussed this. And it turns right, out Chris that this bottom. guy is a top. He's a top. Yeah, that's good because those are hard to find, right? This is what I'm learning on my show. Right. <laughs> it's, there's more right. bottoms than there are tops, right? Right. And I don't know that Chris or uh, not Chris, but the other fella, if he knows exactly what he is yet, because this is his first meeting. Right. Exactly. But so, I know he wanted me to stick my finger in his ass. OK, so he was topping and bottoming kind of. So you're like yeah. fingering his ass while he's fucking your husband in the ass. And what's the other woman doing? Videotape? Right. Well, she was just watching. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then Chris, Chris told me to come around and I laid down and Chris ate me out while he was getting screwed. And then she, she and I took turns getting, getting, going, having your husband go down on you. Like he went down on her. He went down on you. That kind of thing. Right. (laughs) Right. And then when uh, this fella had, he actually came twice. Mm -hmm. And so when they finished, they went into the shower and her and I sat and we were talking and they hollered for us and we go in there and they're fucking in the shower. Again. Now, is it the same thing? Your husband's on the bottom and he's topping him? Right. Yep. So he liked it, that guy. Right. Yeah. And it was hot to see them in the shower because this was without us women involved, you know. And Right. They were doing yeah. that like with each other. So you really knew it's like not sort of set up, which is hot to you guys. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And now did you fool around with the girl? Is the wife by too or is she by curious? Uh, she's by curious. Her and I, we made out while the guys were screwing us uh-huh. and... Yeah, but, you know, in touching, but nothing more than that. Right. And now, did she love seeing her husband? Because it was obviously her first time seeing it as well. Did she have the same reaction that you had to her first time? Well, she was she was kind of hard to read. But afterwards, you know, after the conversations, after we left. Yeah, he she was all for it. And she was ready to go peg him. (laughs) 
Well, I was going to say, yeah, maybe the next time you have that, you have like a strap on, right? And then you you could have two strap ons. Like who knows what kind of, isn't it called a train? I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Right. Everyone could be having anal. I don't know who's going to be on the end. Who's going to be the last person on the train? Because you like (laughs) anal sex sometimes, right? So you could be pegging someone that her guy in the ass and then she could be pegging you in the ass and right. Oh, I don't know if that would be a good video or a hilarious video. I don't know. I think if you're really horny it would be a good video i think if you're not yeah. horny at all you'd be, it would be interesting just to watch Do you know what yeah. I mean? it's like food if yeah. you smell garlic and you're not hungry it's like gross but if like you're really like you know what i mean if you're starving it smells like the most delicious thing you've ever smelled right yeah um but yeah did you videotape that scenario we videotaped some of it yes mm-hmm. and that's what i said i watched oh and, right and it was a turn on Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. And what did you, what did you get turned on that you saw? Was it when they were fucking each other and he, your husband was going down on you or when you were fucking the other guy? Uh, it was everything. It was just, I mean, it's very hard to find one like-minded person. Yeah. But when you find there's four of you all together, it's, it's just doesn't happen very often. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, like this is a, and do they live close to you and stuff like these? This is a couple that you could play together with more yes yes so they're in your neighborhood right or within the same city so yeah right oh that's great and now what do they look like what's their hotness level oh they're both hot and are they around the same age yeah same exact age she has fake tits Mm -hmm. um and he's he's wide yeah he's both fit Mm mm-hmm yeah. Both in shape. And where'd you meet them again? Did you tell me? Uh, Chris found them on a set life, I believe it was. Yeah. Chris is the one with the imagination that sets all these things up. Like how hot was it that he set up that you were going to be blindfolded and not even know and get fucked by a guy and then he'd leave and you'd never know what he looked like? Yeah. That was super hot because you, you know, I put my full trust in Chris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and the sex was awesome. Right. Because I had him and Chris and yeah, but it now, was a win-win for me. And now you guys are into BDSM. We didn't really get into it that much, right? But you guys have dabbled in that with a couple guys that he knows, right? We have. Like um, two of the fellows of the, the gang Gang bang, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, they had tied me up before. So you're, cause you're a little submissive when it comes to all this stuff, right? Anyway, Very, right. Yeah. You're definitely like yeah. maybe the sub in the situation. So when you do the BDS and play, that's who you are. And what do you like to do? I like to do whatever I'm told to do. Oh, right. That's how <laughs> that's it goes. the correct answer. No, I like, <laughs> I like being, I like being tied up because I lose control. Mm-hmm. You know, I have no control over anything. And that's probably why you like the blindfolded thing, right? Right. And and I also like it when Chris chokes, chokes me. Right. Okay. That's like a thing that people like. Right. But do you like yeah. it to the point where it's like, I don't know, supposedly there's that thing where like, if you choke long enough, you kind of get, I don't know, what is it called? Right. Cause sometimes like a euphoria or yeah. a, do you go that yeah. far? 
Yeah. Yeah, that's a little dangerous, isn't it? It it is. It is. Right. And there are times, you know, I tap him like, okay, that's it. I don't want any more. <laughs> but what happens? Like, how does it, how does it work? So like he chokes you so much that you start to like get like almost high or some sort or, of like. Or, yeah. Or lightheaded. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and it feels really good. It does. But then you almost hit a point where, you know, if you go any further, it might not be healthy. <laughs> yeah. That's a little scary. That's how people have died. Right. It's a couple celebrities. Right. Like you hear about that, the celebrities in the news. I'm sure there's other people that aren't celebrity, celebrities that that's happened to. Right. <laughs> Um, uh, I forget what it's called, but it is like something that a lot of people I think practice that get turned out by. Yeah. Be careful with that. Right. right. I mean, I get it. It's because it's like, uh, when you're, like I said, in the heat of the passion, right. It's like you, you just do things without thinking because you're just so horny. Cause Uh, it's, it's hot and yeah. Yeah. And so you like to be, do you, like, how far do you take the BDSM? Like, is it, do you do it really hardcore Uh, or are you into like light BDSM? I think we're somewhere in the middle. Like right. I've been beat with a leather belt. Mm-hmm. You know, I've the chains I've done. I've done a lot. Let me ask but you I, this. Does anyone in your life know about this, this kind of stuff that you are into? No. So Other no. than Chris. No. Right. Like none of your girlfriends, you have any sisters or brothers or no family no. people that you're close with? No one. Do you know what? That just, there is one person who knows some of this stuff because who, Chris even forgot about this. Chris did go play once. Not, I would say nine, 10 months ago uh-huh. when we decided, yeah, if you want to try being with a woman, it was with a friend. Yeah. Yeah. He went. And, uh, I mean, so she Who's knows friend? that your friend, Pardon. it was uh, both of our friends. Okay. Yeah, we've known for years. Yeah. But how does that conversation come up? So if your friend doesn't know anything, how who goes up to the friend and says, "Hey, we want to fuck you," <laughs> you know, like? Well, I did. It was just him. Right. Okay. Yeah. But who did, tells he her like, "Oh, he wants to fuck you," right? If she's just a friend and doesn't know anything, and why this friend? Was she super hot? Was she the one that you thought would be into it? I think that I think it was just um, someone we were both comfortable with. Mm-hmm. More so than being hot, we were both comfortable with her, and this would be Chris's first on his own. Oh, this was going to be the first time he was going to play with another woman. Now, was she married or had a boyfriend? No, she was divorced. Okay, so it's your you're both of your friends. You're both comfortable. You, so this is the right. first time and, he's going to play. He was probably more comfortable with that because you know it was someone that you knew. Right, and and Chris was the one who initiated the contact. And then I talked with her and told her, you know, this is okay. This is, I know it sounds odd, but it's okay with me. And what <laughs> it's was not the norm. Right. And did it take a little coaxing or was she like down? I think she was down pretty quick. Right. <laughs> Interesting. That's so funny. Yeah. And she's hot. Was she good? Like, is she hot uh, too? She's normal. She's normal. Right. Okay. Yeah. And did he video like, so you weren't there, right? And it's your friend. No. Someone, you know, did he take pictures or video? No. Okay, and was it a one-time deal? It was a one-time deal, yeah. And was it good? I think he, I think he had fun. Did yeah. you ever talk to the but, girl after about it, or was it like the next time no, you guys hung out, it was like you just pretend it didn't happen? Yeah, I didn't. I've not said anything to her, and and even with that said, there is a friend that we have that I've played with, <laughs> and, and there's a hot scenario with that. A guy. <laughs> but, we have time. Yeah. We have time. We're not yeah. even at okay. an hour yet. Okay. Well, 
Chris had messaged me once and he said, Hey, go over to such and such's house. And that was our a friend. He said, and meet him in the garage. Uh-huh. And this You're is a play. single guy. Yeah. Okay. And so I went over to his garage and we, the first time I, I hadn't, I never played with him. Mm-hmm. So we played and Chris told me before I went there, he said, now after you're done, you call me immediately before you leave his driveway. So we played, I called him and he said, meet me at the warehouse. There was, we had keys to a warehouse. So I went straight from his house to the warehouse and Chris tied me up at the warehouse and told me how bad I was and then fucked me. (laughs) Oh, so it was like you were so naughty to fuck his friend kind of thing. Yeah. And that was like hot. Yeah. And isn't that the cuckling thing? Like for him, isn't that like a part of the cuckold? Like you went yes. and did this thing, right? And it's hot. And right. for you, you like to maybe the naughtiness of it. Yeah. Yep. The naughtiness of it. And then, um, and I, and I get it twice then. <laughs> yeah, totally. Right. And now that guy, right. cause he's a friend. Do you wind up seeing him after? Um, I saw him once more and he just didn't float my boat. <laughs> No, but we see him all the time, you know, at least three times a month. Right. And but there's just no talk of it. He he knows he no. fucked you. It's fine. Right. So there are people yeah. that know that. I mean, you have two friends. You're still friends with the woman. Right. And the guy. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. So dude, people definitely sort of know. Now, are there any rules and regulations because that you guys have? Not really. No. No. I mean, right. You know, other than you got to be attracted to the person. Mm-hmm. You have to be, you know, uh, how do I want to say it? You have to be not only attracted, but know that they're a normal person, no psychotic crap going on. Yeah. You don't want like that episode with the guy well, in the staircase. Exactly. You don't want anyone sketchy. Yeah. Which by the way, I've never went back to a hotel room by myself. After yeah. That. That's smart. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because even yeah. if you got that gone, it doesn't matter, right? I mean, and right. you really it are doesn't. putting yourself in a position where that, if that was a setup, right? Say it was like that 50-50, it was like the, you know, the he was looking to have something about, you know, if you were down two to one, two guys against you, I mean, it would be really hard for you to get out of that situation. Right. You know, if it was another guy and he did come into the room and those two guys were in cahoots, like you could have been raped. Right. Yep. Right. And that's not hot. You yep, like to be raped. Like, that. Yeah. You want to be raped, but in like a hot scenario, you don't want to be really raped. Right? right. I mean, you know, Chris, I mean, sets up all these things. He's got, he's the one with the imagination. How great is that for you to sort of it, like sit back and just like have these scenarios played out for you and you don't even have to put them together. And they're like right. surprises. Yeah. It's like, Oh, what am I going to do today? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that blindfolded thing, and you like to be blindfolded. You know, when he sets up the gangbangs, he knows these people. Now, um, when is the next time that you're going to meet up with this couple? Um, I don't know. I mean, this just happened this past weekend, and, and yeah. we've all chatted since then. So we know it's going to happen again. We just, you know. Right. And this guy is still, maybe he is a top because he tried it. Does he want it? Like, would Chris wind up doing him as well if the guy wanted to? Would he top if like just to get the other guy off? Or is that not how it goes? I don't know. I don't. Uh, Chris yeah, I could have asked topped him. a few yeah. times. I should have asked Chris think, that. <laughs> yeah. I think he's more of the bottom. Right. Mm-hmm. 
because he, like I said before, uh, back to Chris, he's a manly man. And, and this is a chance where he doesn't have to be a manly man. Yeah, that's what he said. That's where he likes to be a little bit of a submissive because he's more that in control person at all other times, right? Right. And now what and, about and you? Think- because you're a sub in this, you like to be a sub too, right? And is that right. is that opposite of you in your regular life? No, I'm, yeah, you wouldn't, I'm pretty much the same all around. Right, okay. You know, I'm the, I, also, I don't need the, uh, what's the word? I don't need the acclimation. I don't need, you know, I'm just kind of go with the flow. Right, you're the easy one. I mean, I think that yeah. that's why you guys probably work, right? When you have two doms together, it just doesn't work, right? Like, right. Isn't two right. alphas don't really go, right? But if you got an alpha right. male, right, you would say maybe your husband's alpha? Yeah. Right. And you are more like go with the flow kind of person. That's the right match. Right. And and like I said before, Chris and I, we talk about everything. Yeah. And there's nothing we hide from one another. We just we're open about everything, everyday life stuff. Right. To to sexual stuff. And I think a lot of couples aren't like that. Yeah, for sure. There's guys out there who would love to do things with their wife, but they don't maybe one, they don't think their wife would like it or two, they don't want to rock the boat and ask her, Hey, would you like to do something different? Totally. Because they feel like a lot of women would be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Or ew, gross. Or, you know, like, and right. Yeah. That's why all this stuff, a lot of it is going, you know, down as a secret life and that it's unfortunate, right? Because if those people got busted and their wives found out like they'd probably get divorced. Right. But yet would the wife have been okay with it to begin? like, who knows, you know, so you understand sort of why the guy's not saying it. You also understand why the girl would be freaked out if she found out. Right. But like, you know, and that's the kind of stuff I think that needs to be changed. Right. Um, Right. And I think the younger generation is different and they're more open and less likely to keep things under wrap. Right. And I think, I think women too, don't like to look at themselves as sexual. Mm-hmm. Well, because they I think they... it was like, you're a whore. If you are, that was like, that was what was put on us when we were younger. Oh yeah. Right. For sure. It yep. was like, you're a fucking whore. I like, look at the way women dress now and how they are. They're so much more free. And like, you know, back in the day, if you dress like these people dress, you were a whore, right? Like, right. Um, now, like just, that's how women dress all the time. And I think it's much more, acceptable and i think that things are changing for sure but when we grew up it was you had to keep that under wraps because you you would be considered a whore and no guy would want to date you they'd fuck you but it'd be very hard to find that guy that would take you home right and there is that thing that goes down right right and 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 women also you know when you first meet your man or your boyfriend or whoever you know, you're always looking good and you're doing fun sex things. And then after a while, you give up on that and you should never give up on that. Right. You know, I'm 48 and I still send nudes to Chris. Right. You well, know, but I think what, what why that works with you guys is because you have all those other things. Right. I think when you really right. are open and really honest and really able to be yourself with each other, it just create sort of a, a sex life that could always be evolving and changing and hot, stay hot, right? 
Whereas right. because you're really super connected in, in the most intimate way, because there's nothing more intimate than being really who you are and totally naked with each other. Right. And you're not just right. naked in physical sense. You're naked in every other way. Right. And that's what you got. That's like true intimacy. And I think a lot of other relationships lack that because people keep stuff under wraps or they're uptight right. or all these other things. So they don't show up that way. And then the sex isn't as great. And if you if you can be truly intimate with your partner, mm -hmm. it's a whole nother sexual level. Right. And look what happened to you guys. I mean, here you were thinking that you guys were completely intimate and then you had this new thing thrown in. So you guys, this would keep you going for another 10 years, right? Because now <laughs> he's by and you love it. And you're like, oh, this is like something new to add to the table, right? Yeah. <laughs> What, is there anything before we go? Is there anything left that like, because I know that Chris normally sets things up and he's the one with that like fucking imagination, right? And and gets right. you to, into everything. Is there anything that you haven't done yet that you really want to do? Like that's a fantasy that you haven't lived out yet? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh, I'm trying to think. I, I love outdoor sex. And I think. Like with the, with the, like with the with maybe being caught that kind of a thing or just outdoors, like in the just free being outdoors underneath the stars. Yeah. 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 Whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's a very freeing thing. And I think that would be cool with another couple. Mm -hmm. uh, anything outdoors doing anything outdoors is just hot. Right. So Chris, you hear this, you need to set it up where you take her to the woods, <laughs> tell her to walk out blindfold herself and you know, Tell we have done that together what do you mean oh with each I, other in the woods right okay yeah but yeah. no he needs to set it up where he drives you to, tells you where to go on a map and you go and you got to sit on the dirt road and then all of a sudden someone else drives up you're blindfolded right and you're gang raped you never yeah. know <laughs> yeah but how crazy if a hunter walks up or somebody walks up to that oh my god you have to make sure you're really well hidden yeah well that or i better wear some hunter's orange or something so <laughs> yeah. they see me <laughs> exactly it's so funny anyway well thanks so much for calling in and telling us all your hot stories i like i said it's like my listeners are always begging me for more female callers because it's not as common right to have right. a woman a, into these things and be willing to talk about it. So thanks so much for calling in and being so honest about all your oh, stuff. Oh, you're very welcome. I had a ball. All right. Awesome. So glad. Thanks so much for calling. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. I'll air this Take this care. Sunday just so you know. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye, Wendy. Bye-bye. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.